0: Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasir Pasha and Matt Staub.
1: All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist to the business news. My name is Nasir Pasha. Now, Matt Staub. I would say you're like the fashion <laughs> guru of the two of us. What you say?
2: Uh, well, first of all, I knew I knew. You were going to say that. I was about to say something because I knew you were going there. And two, I would disagree with that. I think you're more fashionable than I am. But that's.
1: Well, no, that assumes that I'm making my own fashionable decisions. I would say that you make your own fashion decisions and in a very fabulous way. Just fab way. Just fab. Okay,
2: now I got you. That's what we're talking about. Just fab, which apparently a startup worth one billion dollars. I never even heard of it. So I know it's kind of crazy how it can be worth that much. I guess I also don't buy any clothes or anything like that
1: online. So it's, but you're right. There shouldn't be anything worth a billion dollars that we haven't heard about. Yeah. That's just wrong. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> I think we can explain why they're worth so much with the kind of their business practices. And it all kind of stems from, sounds like, well, there's a bunch of different things going on with them. But one of the things is this subscription model that they kind of lock these customers into but you know just going back a little bit about the history of the company i mean it looks like they started off more so with diet pills and wrinkle creams using free trials and then you know locking people and this is something that's not new to them it's that's why i'm has anytime i see a free trial i'm always hesitant and I rarely ever actually sign up for it. Or if I do, I make sure that it doesn't automatically roll into an automatic recurring subscription. Cause that's when you get locked in and end up having to pay and you forget about it. And that's, you know, a lot of money out of your pocket for something that was supposed to be a free trial. So that's what they started doing here with these diet pills. Eventually they moved on to more fashion clothing items, things like that. But then they did a couple of curious things, one of which is this, and I'm not even fully sure how exactly this works, but so it's a subscription model for, to buy something like shoes, or, you know, they pay for the subscription model. This one person saying, I thought I was getting a good deal on shoes and I didn't realize they're signing up for a subscription that would be difficult to cancel. I was trying to buy one pair of shoes. And instead of that, I got signed up for a VIP club, which charges me $40 every month, and basically, you know, it was apparently difficult for this one person to get out of it. So they just tried to buy, do a one-time transaction and ended up getting caught up into a month to month, or I assume month to month, at least some sort of subscription where, you know, it probably took them all to get out of. I'm sure there was long no- times of notice you had to give before terminating the subscription, things like that. And so do that with one person. Okay. Do that with a lot of people. I I think that's how you kind of get to that $1
1: billion mark. Yeah the subscription model for products and services are it's just i mean it's in every business now i mean pick any service whether it is transportation to selling any kind of products online there's a subscription for that you know i think one of the most famous ones are the, is that razor club right or dollar shave club dollar shave club or whatever i think they they seem to be one of the most successful well i don't know compared to just fab or not but I think the the problem with it, and I, I don't believe these other subscription models do this, is that you only have a five-day window to cancel. That seems very, like, strange. And I've seen these other clothing sites that basically, like, these uh, subscription box models, right? They maybe, you know, you're charged $40 a month, and then you're sent a box of, of whatever. But that makes sense because you're paying for something, you're receiving something. But it seems as though... With JustFab, you may be paying something that you may not actually get the full benefits with if you don't utilize it. Is that? I think that's the case, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're just paying to have access to this. Have access, yeah. Yeah, and timing with fashion, I guess, is the big thing. So maybe you can supposedly see items of fashion or clothing, et cetera, before other people, and that might be worth it. But I think it sounds like a lot of these people are just getting conned into signing up for the subscription when they don't mean to. and. and for you know people or if they're listening to this or listening to a podcast obviously and if you ever listen to other podcasts i don't know why you would but if you listen to one other than ours a lot and they have ads on them a lot of the ads are subscription-based products that they're trying to push and so like you said it's just kind of the way things are going and if you do it fairly then you know or at least reasonably then it's fine you know give them like I did a what's the one Nature Box. Yeah, I did that for a while, and I think I could cancel any point up to you know the next cycle went out. So those are those are favorable terms. Basically, yeah, that makes sense. And,
1: well, let me ask you, how how did you cancel it?
2: I think I just went online and did it because their online was pretty good. But I just had another one. This is more, way, this is recent. It just happened, I think, yesterday. So I was subscribing to. It's an annual subscription to the Wall Street Journal, and. I was like, you know what? I don't really use this that much. I've had it for a few years. I need to cancel and I went on there. I saw that it was set to renew like October 20 something. And I was like, oh, within 30 days, I am I hope I don't get half, you know, I hope I can get out of this and i have to pay a whole nother year. And I read the fine print it's like, if you're zero to 11 months, you can stop it and you get you know refunded the rest of the year. If it's in the last 30 days of the year, as long as you cancel it before the end of the year, you don't have to renew. And I was like, oh, perfect. All I had to do, the only thing was I had to call in, wait on hold for 15 minutes and they took care of it. Well, I guess stay tuned when it doesn't end up working and I get you know billed, billed for it in a few weeks, which has also happened. At, it sounds like they're pretty good with it so i mean as long as to me as long as it's reasonable anything i think that's reasonable is you can cancel within the month with under 30 days before you want to end it if that makes sense
1: yeah you should be able to cancel at any time 30 days notice is fine but at any time like you may have to give if you don't get a certain time you have to may go through one month but see, what was interesting is that there's a, there's a lot to play here, but one of the comments that this particular BuzzFeed story went over with is that they also have lengthy cancellations on phone calls. Yeah. And to me, at the least, if, if you sign up online, you should be able to cancel online too. That's why I asked you for NatureBox. I mean, I think I did. Yeah. It'd be weird to have to call a number when it was so easy to sign up with giving a credit card number. And then it, this whole process... To cancel and, and that is really the these kind of nuanced things is really shows you kind of the personality and culture of the company and to talk a little bit about that this this particular company has founders that have who came from an industry of what was it supplements or some kind of beauty product or yeah i think they were in different things of these kind of, the same kind of subscription model, which they ended up bringing to clothing and shoes and things like that, for which they were, they didn't get involved with an FTC settlement. And there's been other legal troubles with certain district attorneys of California and Florida that have gone after them or their affiliated companies and so forth for such practices involving this. But at the end of the day, like I said, I don't think there's anything wrong with these subscription services, but At a certain point, like you have to be able to give a quality service and sleep at night. And by the way, this company is funded quite a bit by Silicon Valley, including certain celebrities. I think Goldie Hawn's sister or daughter. Sounds famous. Oh, Kate Hudson. Is that Goldie Hawn's daughter? I think so. (laughs) It could be way out. Huh. I didn't know that. They don't have the same last name. I don't know if you noticed that.
2: Yeah. Well, so I think of subscription model based pricing. There's two ways to get tricked into it or to get stuck and end up paying more than you want. Basically, one way is to get put into the pricing without you really knowing it. And I said something about like the free trials that automatically roll into the automatic monthly payments, things like that. Or and I don't know if that's happened with this case, but so that's one way to do it. Two would just be, like you said, to make it impossible to cancel. So Call on the phone, long wait times. Like, actually, so when I was doing the thing with Wall Street Journal, I first tried to do the online chat, and I was like, oh, great. I'm number two in the queue. Yeah. Screen popped up. So-and-so has entered the chat room, and I started typing, and then they left the chat room. I guess like, well, <laughs> guess I have
1: to, guess I have to call in. That's a problem, too. Like, you'll call and wait on hold and get – get to department to department, and then of course it disconnects at the last second right then when they're gonna cancel it and you have to call back in.
2: Yeah, I mean, but for me, someone who calls the IRS on a frequent basis, I mean, there's nothing, there's nowhere I could call where I could get, I mean, I am so trained to sit on the (laughs) phone and wait. If you deal with the IRS, like there's, it's never a problem for me basically. I'm so used to it. So it's, most people know though.
1: So (laughs) let's talk about a little about the law. So these, these auto renewal clauses, they're also called evergreen clauses. I don't know if it's not a very common term even amongst lawyers, but I don't know if you've heard of that, Matt. But with evergreen clauses, some states have actually gone as far as, to, as far as to protect some consumers and some individuals with these kind of clauses by, for example, in in California, these evergreen clauses for consumers have to be in bold or or highlighted somehow relative to the rest of the contract. And they should also be, you know, basically clear and conspicuous is what they say, but also they should be near the customer signature or online purchase authorization button if you're doing it online. But that is only for a very limited type of contract. You know, same way with Illinois has something similar. If the contract's term was 12 months or more and the renewal period is for more, more than one month, written notice to the consumer must be made no less than 30 days and no more than 60 days before the cancellation deadline, set by the contract. And so those are for more long-term contracts. And Texas of course has no protections. And New York has a strength protection only for business to business and that's for service contracts only. I actually ran into this before. So there's some protections here and there but not really not really here for that applies to Just Fab because they can be clear and conspicuous if they want, but the terms could still be pretty restrictive like that 5-day window. Yeah, I mean that's that and like you said you can
2: make it clear and still make it impossible for them to back get out of it i mean five day window is very small when it's hard to to end the agreement i like how they they called it you know negative well not they someone else coined this as negative option marketing where customers get charged for a vip membership unless they remember to opt out like it should never be on well i was gonna say it should never be on the customer to opt out but i i guess if if they agree to it and it's fair, then that's kind of
1: on them. I think they just have to know about it because th- this kind of type of marketing, I think when they say negative option marketing, it, it reminds me of kind of these industries that sell supplements that are kind of prying on buying one product and all of a sudden you're signed up with a subscription service. And that kind of happened, if you recall, with freecreditreport.com. You get your free credit report, then, but then all of a sudden you'd be paying this monthly fee for who knows what. Yeah. And so the, I think that's the negative option that kind of marketing they're referring to.
2: I guess from a business's perspective, what do you think? I mean, I think for a business, it's if it makes sense, then it's it's a good model to have as a business.
1: Yeah, you just have to be clear with the consumers. If if it's a surprise that all of a sudden there's a credit card charge and if it's becoming very onerous to cancel that, then that that doesn't seem to make sense either. Say, you know, it's the same thing with like a term in the contract. If there's an impression of the person signing that this is a contract that they can get out at any time, but it's actually a three-year agreement, then there's probably something wrong. If, if the person doesn't read the contract, that's one thing. But if it's somehow hidden or unclear, then that that's not really correct anyway, and that's just going to cause dispute. And A, if you want to become a billion-dollar company on the backs of people that are just lazy, that's that's your prerogative. but. <laughs> I've met with people that they more or less kind of that was
2: their philosophy is just conning people. My take was they're essentially just conning people or not conning, but like making money off of people being lazy and they knew it Yeah, taking and advantage. If you look at your bank account, great, but you also have to look in the mirror every day too, unless you don't buy mirrors, then you don't. So maybe that's what they did. No mirrors in the house. And, yeah. or
1: Unless you're a vampire either. Yeah. could be the case as well. So, <laughs> okay, well. We can end on that happy note.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think we covered this. Can be good for businesses if you're a consumer. Just be careful, read the fine print, which nobody does, but you know, try to remember to do that. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Keep it sound. Keep it smart.
0: This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasir Pasha and Matt Stop. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.